You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Pete Weatherburn, good morning to you. Pete is here from Brave Vet. Good morning. The story of mice, Pete. We sleek it, cowering, timorous beastie. Oh, what a panic in thy breastie. That's Rabbi Burns for you. He wrote an ode to a mouse all those years ago. And things haven't changed much, have they? They, They're still featuring our lives today, just as they did for him then. Basically, um, it's funny because as a vet, I see two types of mice. I see pet mice, which people dote on and care for deeply. And then more commonly, I come across stories like this, where people want to get rid of mice and they'll do anything to get rid of them. The thing that intrigues me most, I think, is the people who are just terrified of mice. And I just, like like a lot of phobias, I think it's very hard to understand what's going on there because a mice is not going to hurt a person at all. There's... You know, the old stereotype of a of a lady jumping onto a chair and screaming when she sees a, mi- a mouse. Well, you know, that's actually surprisingly common. A lot of people do feel like that. I find it really hard to understand, as I say, because, like, the mouse isn't going to... It's, it's really... It, it's not going to attack you. It's, OK, well, you know, leave that aside. And, and you know, people don't want them in their house anyway. They that's find fair enough. These, these are interlopers in there. What damage can they do? Well, um... They can do physical damage. That's perhaps the most serious thing, is that they can, they can chew through wires. Like, our modern homes um, are, are, are functional buildings, aren't they? And, they, you know, part of the function is the wires that connect everything up. And if your burglar alarm and your um, computer wires and your um, phone wires and even your power wires are chewed through by mice, it can be really difficult to get that sorted and very, very expensive. So that's perhaps the most serious thing. They can also carry disease. You know, the, the Salmonella is an example of a bacteria that can be passed on in, in, in rodent droppings. So, you know, it makes sense not to have mice in your home. I agree. And, you know, we, we need... To, but the, we need to look... Um, at the right ways of doing this rather than just knee-jerk reactions and going for whatever seems to be handiest. People need to be try and be logical about what they do. Okay, a lot of people say, get the trap, that's it. Um, chop off their head and you get rid of them. <sighs> chop off their head. Well, look, rather than starting with killing them, I would start at, at the other end of things, which is preventing them coming into your home in the first place. Um Mice will only go somewhere where they can get food and shelter and access. So the the very first thing you should do is to deny them access and deny them nutrients. Those are the two things that you should focus on. So to to deny them access, you should go round your home looking from the outside, looking at any little cracks or slots that a mouse might get through. So, for example, around plumbing pipes, various vents, um, different types of... um, tiny, tiny holes or cracks into your property. And, you know, if they're they're there, the mice will come in through them. And they're very easy to fill these days. You can buy one of these squidgy, um, you know... Silicon or one of these... This full of expanders, that stuff. Claire's right. The DIY Claire knows all these. Yeah. Foam expander, yeah. Perfect stuff, yeah. And fill in all the gaps. And that'll stop the things getting into your house in the first place. The next thing is you should make sure you store... Anything edible in a in a in a tamper-proof container. So that means putting food rather than just putting food on your shelves, like open packets of biscuits or um, bread or um, whatever, grain even or rice. What you should do is put everything in um, sealed containers. That means in those Ziploc bags or in Tupperware containers 
or maybe in the in the, in the deep freeze or in the fridge. But whatever, keep all food completely out of bounds so so that the, the mice can't get near it. Now, if you deny them access and deny them nutrients, they're not going to want to come to your house anyway. So that's probably the most important thing to do. Okay. Um, we've done all that. We're not mm. going to have them because the neighbour has them and all that. So now we've done that. However, right. we discover we've got a family in there. You've still got mice. Okay. Yeah. Well then... Um, there's various ways of getting rid of them and I suppose that the, the, the three main ways that are used would be first of all rat bait as in poison secondly snap traps or killing traps and thirdly humane traps and let's go each of those in turn the poison I don't like um, poisoning animals at all as a vet I see dogs um, that have eaten rat bait by mistake and I've seen how they suffer and I just think that, you know, it's kind of bizarre that in this, in the modern world, there's all this, all this legislation to protect animals from vivisection so that people don't do things to them in the laboratory. Yet people are allowed to go out in, into their own backyards and put out horrible poison that causes mice to die in a, in a miserable, slow way. And I just think that's an unfair and unnecessary way of doing it. So I've said this before, and people in the pest control business have got on to me and said that I'm very unfair and that if it's done properly, it doesn't cause them to suffer. And that may be the case, but I think in most cases people do it themselves. And I, I think that, you know, um, you know, if you're not expert in what you're doing, I think it is easy to do it uh, perhaps in a less than perfect way and animals suffer as a consequence. So I'm not one in favour of poisons. Um, so then we come to snap traps. Now... Mm. Instant, um, are they? I... I they're actually my favourite way of killing mice because they're really because they're really quick. Um, at least ninety nine times out of hundred, they are the the, the 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 mice. The mouse sees the food, rushes towards it with delight. Next thing, it's gone, and the life is life is over. End of story. It gets a sharp blow, a very sharp and very hard blow to the back of its neck, and it's history. And it doesn't know that it's happening. Now, having said that, they are the rare occasions where you find a trap that with a mouse that's been caught by the tip of its nose or by its one of its legs, and that is horrible when you find that. But I think it's quite rare for that to happen. Um, there are other ways of, of, of other traps you can get, other lethal traps. One in particular, which is horrible, which is these glue traps. I don't know if they're available in this country. That's a horrible idea where the animal just gets stuck to... to, to the, to the um, trap, and so you then have to kill it when you find it, which is a horrible concept altogether but then there's the next thing which is this whole idea of humane traps and um you know i can understand people's um, i've used motivation those. okay i've yeah. used those yeah so you so you catch this mouse now, now what do you do with it declan i brought it down to um the park uh near um the sea um basically okay and right. released it okay it's a sort of a forest well to to me, there's, I can understand that that sounds like a good idea. But the problem is that if, if you release a mouse far away from its normal territory, the, the, the little creature is going to be struggling to find food and to avoid predators because it's going to be in a completely... It's, un, got, a, it's got a sporting un, chance, surely. It's going to be in a completely unfamiliar environment. You know, a mouse grows up in an environment. It learns the map. It learns where everything is and, you know, the layout and where other mice are and where the local cats are and all that sort of stuff and you know um, it learns to survive so if, if you re release it into a completely alien place it's just going to th the odds will be stacked against it and I, I think that the stress that that causes to a mouse is possibly quite immense so 
I'd have concerns about it for that reason. Other people release them closer to home, and the problem with that is that the mouse will just come back again. Yeah. And plenty of people have released mice, have found, they've marked mice, let's say, with a bit of chipex or something, and they've discovered that the mouse that they keep on catching is the same one. <laughs> right, okay, so, yeah. So you have to be you're careful about that as well. I think I'd also be kind of be in favour of, of using cats, because Cats are, isn't that the first reason why humans kept cats in the first place? Because they're good at rodent control. And I know, having having said that, I've seen my own cats catch mice sometimes, and it, it can be pretty horrible stuff too from an animal welfare point of view, where the cat seems to delight in almost torturing the poor little mouse. So I, th- I think you have to, you know, having said that, the other times they just kill the mouse and that's the end of it. But whatever, they, they do do a very efficient job of, of keeping down um, a, a rodent burden. But I go back to the beginning again and say, listen, I would focus on denying them access and denying them nutrients because that's the, you know, if you just if you can if you, provi- if you provide them access and provide them nutrients, then they're gonna even if you kill the ones that come in, they're gonna come back again and come back again. There's there's more mice gonna come in, so it's not okay. gonna solve the problem. All right. Um, what about the sound, the sonic sound? Um, I don't believe there's evidence that that, that works particularly well, so I'm a, I'm a skeptic there. Uh, one, uh, if you could deal with it quickly, uh, and it is, what do you do if you have a rat in the attic? Well, it's the same principles exactly. Just deny them access, deny them nutrients. If you got, if you got call a, a rat, call Kill or then, get the Boomtown rats, which or, or a trap. Get a cat. Get a, get a rat. A rat trap. Yeah, <laughs> Boomtown rats. <laughs> you're right. And listen, I've heard this tip: don't lay the trap parallel to the wall. Lay it at right angles to the wall. That way, the mouse is much, or rat is much more likely to go at it head on. If you put it at right, uh, if you put it parallel to the wall, you're much more likely to catch a, a, um, a rodent by its leg or by its nose rather than full on back of the head. All right, perpendicular to the wall. Pete Weatherburton from Brave Vet and uh, PeteTheVet.com. Thanks very much indeed, Pete. Thank you.